0: Here's a message from Ken Lavica. What was your favorite moment of the Aaron Rodgers era in New York? Stone Labanowitz, hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken
1: Lavica Live.
2: What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Turn it up. Turn it up!
0: Now, live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios, it's Ken Lavicka Live on
2: ESPN
0: 106.3. This was immediately at the onset of the press conference post-game after the Jets' improbable overtime victory over the Bills last night. This was Jets head coach Robert Sala, who did not take a single question, just walked to the microphone and said this about Aaron Rodgers.
3: All right, I'll uh, deal with the quarterback real quick. Um, uh, concerned with his Achilles, uh, MRI is probably going to confirm what we think is already going to happen, so prayers
0: tonight, but it's not good. And it is not good. Not good. It is official. Aaron Rodgers after four plays. Four plays in his Jets career. He's done for the year and maybe done for a career. Ruptured Achilles. Just like that snap of a finger. Four plays. Sacked. Done.
1: I There's no precedent for anything like this. For it to happen on the first drive. For it to happen with all the theatrics ahead of it. It just was. It was so deflating for the rest of the game, even though the game ended up being good. Seeing a guy like that, all the fanfare, such a big tease of an offseason, all the hard knocks, and then four plays in, he's uh, he they're bringing out the cart.
0: It, it the the only the only parallel I can think of to this injury. Is when Tom Brady went down first game, two thousand eight season ACL. That's the injury that then made quarterbacks completely untouchable in the NFL. Because God forbid Brady got hurt, so now we needed to put foam yeah. around all of them and a force field around all of these quarterbacks. But even then, like that's a a, a a team a that's a that's a Patriots team that had won Super Bowls already. Yeah. Brady was same location, he was still a patriot. This new team, Hall of Famer, his last go at it for a championship. The Jets trying to get off uh of their 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 championship stale history and then four plays that happens. Uh, We need an emergency chat with our NFL insider, Mike Tannenbaum, former Jets general manager, former Dolphins on-field boss, and he joins us here very early on in a very busy day for him, and we're appreciative of that on Ken Levick Alive. Mike, I know that you're forcing us in here, so thank you for doing that. Um, I want to compliment you, first of all. That purple sport coat you're wearing on Get Up is magnificent, and you look phenomenal, so well done on that. Uh, and. I, I, I'm Adam Schefter tweeted the following. There's a ton of things I want to throw at you here uh, real quick. Adam Schefter tweeted the following at 1130. Aaron Rodgers' torn Achilles might be the most devastating injury to a team and fan base in NFL history. There's never been a player who received more offseason hype who raised another team's expectations. More who had a season-end four plays in without ever completing a pass. I tend to agree with that tweet. Where do you stand on it?
4: Yeah, that's about right. Good to be with you guys. I'd say, you know, just give it the magnitude of a four-time MVP Super Bowl champ who was on the precipice of retiring and said, Hey, I'm going to put all my chips in the middle of the table and try one more time here in New York. And just to make it four snaps is just unconscionably tragic. And uh, it may go down as the most significant injury in the history of the NFL.
0: All right, so now what is the Mike Tannenbaum blueprint over the next 72 hours or so to try and fill some holes and try and get this obviously you're it's a great win last night but eventually you're gonna come down from that high and you gotta come to the understanding we have Zach Wilson as our starting quarterback what's your your blueprint over the next 72 hours?
4: Yeah, it actually started last night at the stadium. I'm, I'm looking into every possibility, including Tom Brady, who there was an Instagram post of him being in New York. And, look, is that a long shot? Yeah, probably giving his ties to the Patriot organization. But we have a really good team in all other facets. So, be it Colt McCoy, Matt Ryan, maybe trading for Jameis Winston, who's played really good football in this league. Uh, I'm looking at every possibility I can because I don't think Zach Wilson could take us to where we want to go. You gotta remember last year this was, you know, a group of skilled players that were championing Mike White. So if I'm uh if I'm the Jets, I probably have to start Zach Wilson because we're on a plane in five days to play the Cowboys. But I am scouring for another quarterback.
0: I look at this Jets defense and that's championship caliber. I I guess, of all those quarterbacks you named, who could fit in with the Jets and then relieve Zach Wilson if he struggles, or if he, he gets hurt, could come in and best run that offense, do you think?
4: Yeah, I mean, there's a number of, you know, you may even look at guys like Ryan Tannehill, if you want to go younger, you know, someone like Malik Willis could be available, you know, Tennessee has three quarterbacks, Will Levis, you know, possibly Matt Stafford, if you know, the Rams feel like, hey, if we could get bunch of picks and maybe a couple of good players, uh, you know, I would certainly look at Stafford as well. So um, any of those would be, uh, in my opinion, an upgrade in the coming weeks over Zach Wilson.
0: Here with Mike Tannenbaum, our NFL insider emergency chat with him here on Ken Levick Alive, uh, just minutes after we find out that Aaron Rodgers uh, season at the very least is done with a ruptured Achilles suffered four plays in to his debut with gang green last night.
1: Uh, Mike T this Theo here. I'm, I'm questioning, because after what we saw last night, and obviously it's a lot of celebration around them still being able to overcome, have Zach Wilson step in there and play, how how long of a leash do you believe the Jets front office, Robert Sala, Nate Hackett, how long of a leash do they give Zach Wilson to prove himself, even though, like you said, you got that flight to play Dallas? That's not going to be an easy task after what we saw Dallas do uh, on Sunday Night Football. But just in general, what we've seen from Zach Wilson Uh, it doesn't feel like there's an optimistic view of what he can bring to the offense. Like, how soon are they bringing a guy in there? Is it this week? Are they waiting until next week? Or or, or what do you do on the front office, Vanessa?
4: Yeah, he's on a very short leash. Look, they only won last day because Buffalo turned over four times and it was a punt return. So, um, look, the first time he turns the ball over against Dallas, all those players are going to be like, well, here we go again. I just think he has trouble reading defenses and the Dallas Cowboy defense is really strong. So I would expect... uh, a uh, very very short sure leash yeah. the
0: what is your biggest takeaway from last night when it comes to the AFC East? I tend to believe now there's no excuses for the Dolphins. And yes, the defense looked poor, but boy, did Tua and Tyreek look unstoppable. Mike McDaniel, a play-calling force. If Tua stays healthy, there's no excuses for the Dolphins. I don't know. Josh Allen's like a drunk grizzly bear out there. I have no idea what he's doing. What's your biggest takeaway in terms of the division now after last night? night
4: yeah I mean if you look at it from a sober point of view and you put the injury behind and you just look at it the big winner last night to me was uh, the Miami Dolphins for sure you know Buffalo gets a division loss which is like a game and a half you your best you know maybe your biggest competitor outside of that was Aaron Rodgers and the Jets he's done so from a Dolphin perspective that was a big big moment now they got to start taking care of business um, and look they still have a very difficult schedule so um, It still should be a very competitive AFC, but in terms of the division, I think this puts Miami in a great spot.
0: Let me just ask you, because we've been talking about the quarterbacks. You had Mark Sanchez as your quarterback 2009-2010 with those unbelievable defenses. You made it to -to back-to-back AFC title games. You as the GM of those Jets teams with Rex Ryan as the head coach. Can Zach Wilson pull off what Mark Sanchez was able to do, or was Mark Sanchez a different level of quarterback?
4: I think it was also a little bit of a different era. you got to be able to score points, especially, you know, you mentioned Miami, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Chargers, again, put up a lot of points. So you got to be able to score points. Now, just have a good defense, that, that's going to help. But at the end of the day, you know, can Zach Wilson drive the ball down the field to win a game or two? I just haven't seen enough of that to say yes.
0: Mike, thank you so much for fitting us in. Really appreciate it. We'll talk to you on Friday, and uh, we'll see you all over TV today, I'm sure. Thank you. Okay, thanks so much. That is Mike Tannenbaum. He is our NFL insider here on Ken Levick Alive. I I still am trying to think of any comparison to the pomp and circumstance, the hype hard knocks. Uh, the the caliber of player that Aaron Rodgers is any parallel in the history of the sport, or really any sport for that matter, where this guy with this hype, with this microscope on him, takes the field and in four plays is done, not only for his season, but maybe his career it's the most unreal thing that I've seen. And I've gotten a lot of, oh, what about Brady in 2008? What about yeah. Brady in 2000? But that was, again, the Patriots were already an established champion. He was a Patriot. It wasn't his debut in a Patriots uniform. Oh, Ken, what about Dan Marino? Rupturing his Achilles. Okay, well, that was later in his career. And he was able to come back from that. But that was later in his career. This is a debut. This is New York City. This is that cursed franchise. And then the snap of a finger... It all goes away. I don't think that there is a parallel to that. Uh, Definitely not in football, and maybe not even in any other sport. And Theo, you texted last night, this feels like Gordon Hayward, uh, him getting hurt early. But Gordon Hayward ain't even close to the star caliber of an Aaron Rodgers.
1: Well, Well, what I'll say is you're right that Gordon Hayward, the name isn't as close of a star caliber player as Aaron Rodgers, but we are talking about eight, uh, 39-year-old Aaron Rodgers, and we are talking about a Boston Celtics team that when they added Gordon Hayward, and I believe Kyrie Irving was added that same offseason as well, we anticipated them being the favorites to win the NBA championship, and that happened in Game 1 uh, against the uh, Dwayne Wade-LeBron James Cavaliers. Remember that part of it, too. And it was just... I feel like it was Game 1 and, like, two minutes in, maybe, yeah. max? Like, I
0: suppose that's a parallel, but this is like... If we're talking Mount Everest, this is like 7,000 feet above that on the sports altitude yeah. uh, meter. And also
1: the injury was more jarring with Gordon Hayward because it was like a leg break versus Rodgers. We were still kind of questioning what exactly happened yeah. and how injured he was. Well, that
0: everybody knew. Like the, the Aaron Rodgers, there was time for the foreboding uh-oh. Yeah. Here we go.
2: And then the cart came out and then it was here we go. And then everybody Ooh. knew at that point. Yeah, I think realistically the closest one is Brady coming off that almost undefeated yeah. season, losing the Super Bowl. But right. then you go to Vinny Testaverde in 1999 following right. an AFC championship, right. same injury. I think that's uh, as close as you can get injury-wise, obviously, but the circumstances obviously not the same.
0: This has... It, it's super tough to comprehend how many ramifications come off of what happened last night. One, how in God's name do the Jets win that game? That is the most embarrassing Bills loss in the Josh Allen era. It is, and it's not even a question. It's a career high in turnovers, right? Four turnovers last night for for Josh Allen tying again. His high. Josh high. Allen tying his career <laughs> high. But, Match, but yeah. this is a guy who has this is a guy who who can't stop turning the football over, and now it is spanned into consecutive seasons. Like this is ridiculous at this point with this guy, and so. He has not had a more embarrassing loss. The Bills have not had a more embarrassing loss in the Josh Allen era. Then there's the Jets. That defense, we knew was going to be elite. Uh, Yeah, it's elite. It is something that could carry you to a championship. But Zach Wilson, the grown cabbage patch kid, I mean, he's bad. He is, he is a legitimately bad quarterback. He completed one pass over 15 yards last night through the air, and MetLife Stadium celebrated like it was Ooh. the Super Bowl, like they had seen uh, Sasquatch uh, walking along midfield. So the Jets are severely compromised quarterback, and you ain't going to be able to, 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 to lean on Brees Hall, who's coming off of his own severe injury every single game like they were able to get last night from him with an 85-yard run and bust in the first play for 27 yards and doing what he does. Garrett Wilson's not going to save you with juggling catches every possession. That was a bad, bad ball from Zach Wilson that Garrett Wilson bailed his quarterback out on because Garrett Wilson is awesome. So the Jets need help from that standpoint. Now you have the Dolphins. And this is the big if, and it's been the big if since the beginning of the offseason, but now it takes on more urgency. This division now with the Aaron Rodgers injury with Josh Allen playing like a a a, a a a drunk black bear out there just stumbling through the Alaska wilderness. Did you see him try to Jump for a first
1: down!
2: That I was don't eight know yards what away. he's
0: doing because it's not just the interceptions; <laughs> like, it's also the hey, please hit me in the ribs with the crown of your helmet, please. I, I, I think if I had that. to
2: defend him, because I think it did freak us all out. I think he was just trying to protect his legs, his ankles, getting chopped. I mean, that's the best I got. But for him to just so cool, leg- a
0: lung <laughs> contusion is a good alternative to yeah, that. Yeah, it is. I mean, Josh Allen, <laughs> I, I'm I, I feel bad saying this because by all accounts he's a great guy. Yeah, and he is a pillar of the community, and I think he's a hell of a football player. Josh Allen played like an idiot last night. There's no other word to describe the way Josh Allen played last night. Josh Allen played like an idiot Uh, last night.
1: There's no way to defend it. And it also is like, also the circumstances involved as well. Like, you are playing against Zach Wilson right now. Right. You don't Just have to. go win. Yeah, like, just, just just hand the ball off a couple times, screen pass, bubble screen. Like, take the, the easy throws. This dude's
0: throwing arm punts. This dude's throwing floaters
2: from 40 yards out to the middle of the end zone. What he, are you doing?
0: He
1: was up 10 against Zach Wilson,
2: and he lost the game. He lost the game. He keeps saying that he was up against Zach Wilson. That Jets defense oh. was... Nasty. Don't
0: give me, He was throwing the ball right so he, I he understand made, that. If he if what he played if he played not like an idiot, if he played sober, they would have been perfectly fine. But he's <laughs> trying to do this highlight reel nonsense. Yeah. Just go win the damn game, man. <laughs> You've been in the league too long for that stupid crap. How, how many
1: quarterbacks in the NFL do you sub Josh Allen out and put them in and they go and find a way to win that game? I feel like it's the numbers more than half of the starting quarterbacks in the league right now. Like, Josh Allen threw them out of that game and yeah. fumbled them out of that game and almost injured himself multiple right. times running like, and jumping in the linebackers. He might crazy. as
0: well just put a target on his, his ribs and say, <laughs> clock me, please. Like, it's just insane. Well, uh, and, and so now there is an urgency with the Dolphins. My biggest takeaway from last night's game is that this is all here for for the Miami Dolphins in a division we called far and away, the toughest division in football. And now I I haven't re-power ranked the divisions with Aaron Rodgers now out for the year, but this division is here for the Dolphins. You keep Tua upright, you win this damn thing by the first week of December. You keep Tua upright, you win this thing before Christmas, and you get prepared for the AFC playoffs. It's as simple as that. Keep Tua on his damn feet. That's my biggest takeaway from last night. Mike Tannenbaum is right. Last night was, and obviously you're sympathetic to the Achilles injury of Aaron Rodgers, but last night was a massive, a gigantic, a transcendent night
2: for the Miami Dolphins. Period. I, I think when you're looking at I know you don't like power rankings. Are you putting the Patriots at two in the AFC East? No. Ahead of the Bills? No. Okay, just wondering. just so wondering I've you? had this question for for a burning like 10 hours now, because I'm like, go past no, like no, 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 Because
0: I still believe in the Jets defense being a behemoth, uh and I still think that the bills will somehow get sober at some point. Yeah, I trade. Like for Josh Allen. they drink a bunch of
2: coffee and they'll sober up at the donut shop at some point. I got made fun of for trading for Josh Allen at my fantasy league last night after that game. Really? His, his, he'll put his, up his numbers. His owner put him up for sale and, and I picked him up as soon as I could. I, he'll obviously sober up. He's yeah. reckless. What makes him so bad or what makes him so good as a quarterback also makes him so bad. It's just one of those playing styles. But this is a tough spot. I, I was curious, though, what you're going to do with the Patriots. No, two spot I, I, still, in the east.
0: I still... Like, they're defensively, they're fine. But they're, it's they're still good. Mac Jones and they're lackluster offensively. Like, they just are. They, they put up 20 against the Eagles. Okay, and the Eagles played like crap. And Mac Jones threw a pick six. Yeah. Mac, jo- it, Mac Jones, Mac Jones like is crap. far and away. Well, Zach Wilson's now a quarterbacking in the AFC <laughs> East. But Mac Jones, to me, <sighs> Mac Jones has a similar level of dynamic ability as Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson and Mac Jones are the same plane of dynamic play. I, I, yeah, I would which argue, is vomit-worthy.
1: I would argue Zach Wilson's more dynamic is just a, like a very low end. It's like he's volatile, but he's always hitting low. Mac, Mac Jones can be a serviceable, average, mediocre quarterback. And I think Zach
0: Wilson can be a serviceable, no, average, he can't. mediocre he's, quarterback. He's proved he can.
1: not pro- What did he do when he stepped in the game last night? Stepped in the game through a right to Matt Milano.
2: Now, now, I'm not going to sit here and defend a backup quarterback, Sad. but just, just put yourself in that position. And I don't want to do this, and you guys are going to, ugh. But Zach Wilson, you're going to get thrusted into that game on the very first drive. That's what you're going to yeah, do? Yeah, no, it's tough. And, and it's, it's time tough. for you to put up. You haven't taken any reps with the ones in what? Five months. Yeah. If I was Zach Wilson and I see Aaron Rodgers dapping up Jake Paul on
0: the sideline right. and everybody's chanting his right. name, I, I, am, I am settling into the bench for the first time in 2023, and I'm saying, man, you. nobody's paying attention to me. Kick my feet up, <laughs> grab a beer, and say, life is good. Aaron, you go cook. And then after four games yeah, or yeah. after four plays, then you're like, oh, Jesus, God, I'm living my nightmare from last year again. Takes you a little while to acclimate. Now, Zach, Zach Wilson's bad. Yeah, okay, but let's be clear. Let's Zach, not- Zach Wilson and Mac Jones, uh, we're not talking about a massive, massive uh, gap I agree. between the two, I in my opinion. I agree with you. Don't I think, get caught
1: up by a guy. It, like, so like, what I'll say is, I'm not even talent-wise, I think Zach Wilson at least seems to have more talent than like, quote-unquote upside, though he's never even breached it or pr- approached it at all. Show what, us. I will, <laughs> what I will say is, though, Mac Jones is a pro bowler.
0: By default. Pro bowler. Oh my God! You gonna Bill, tell me that pro Bill bowl quarterback is in competition with that <sighs> dude? Bill Belichick is praying he can somehow find a way to replace Mac Jones with Bailey's happy. I mean, he it's been it's it's been a, almost an entire calendar year now. Okay. But
2: we can't say that because he's on the practice. No, squad. he's not. He right got now, elevated. He's number two now. now. Oh, okay. He's, he's, still, he's
0: nipping at Mac's heels again. Because Mac oh, they, they wanted to pump up their, their buddy's feelings. I think they wanted to Mac, save some money. You're by yourself. It's good. And now Bailey's back, and Mac's saying, Oh
3: no, Bailey's All right. here.
0: All right. <laughs> so so my biggest takeaway, though, from last night Aaron Rodgers injury, Josh Allen potentially drunk, um, the Bills. We knew that there were some potential problems there, and they all came to fruition last night in one game. That Jets defense, though, awesome. How'd they win that game? It's incredible. It's amazing coaching. It's a hell of a unit. But my biggest takeaway from last night, even with all the chaos of last night, is that the Dolphins, this is here for them. And all you have to do is keep Tua on his Polynesian feet. You keep Tua on his feet, The Dolphins win the division, and they get it taken care of before the holidays. What is your biggest takeaway from Monday Night Football last night? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. And on social media, at KLV1063. 888-760-3776. What is your biggest takeaway last night from Monday Night Football? Mine is... Solely focused on the Dolphins,
1: it's it's not a bad angle to have because as a Dolphins fans, I can see why you would uh you would feel very confident right now. I'm confident in the Miami Dolphins as well. Uh, for me as a former Carolina Panthers fan, a, a light bulb went off for me last night when I saw the play of Josh Allen, the erratic play of Josh Allen, his, him losing another overtime game. Now, oh, oh, and five in his career, oh, five all time in overtime games, an incredible stat, um, which is technically the worst. I'm sure he can keep building on that. But what I will say is, as a former Panthers fan, and as a Cam Newton truther, I feel like I'm, I'm feeling a little vindication right now for those who are saying that Josh Allen was better than peak Cam Newton. And I'm also starting to feel a little vindication wondering if Josh Allen's cliff, we've already seen him hit it, and he's on the downward trajectory, just like we saw Cam Newton hitting and nobody predicted it. It happened overnight, it felt like, and all of a sudden he's a shell of himself. I'm wondering if the departure of Brian Dayball and maybe the—I don't want to say like he got over—I or, or, don't want to say overconfident, but maybe he just started feeling himself a little too much, and he's trying a little too much. He's getting to, falling in love with those highlights and whatnot. Like Josh Allen doesn't feel superhuman anymore. Now he feels like he's getting in his own way. I think there's a there's a really hard conversation that Bills fans. And us nationwide are needing to have about Josh Allen.
0: It feels like you can wait out Josh Allen during games until he makes a devastating mistake or two or three. Like, that's what it's starting to feel like. As long as you can weather his incredible plays where he throws on the run or he rumbles through your defense for 30 yards... He's going to eventually make a mistake that crushes you. Hell, he almost threw the bills out of that playoff game against the dolphins last year. A Skylar Thompson-led dolphins team. There are serious questions to to be had about Josh Allen. My biggest takeaway from Monday Night Football is that this is all there for the dolphins. Theo's biggest takeaway is uh, people were saying that that peak Josh Allen was better than peak Cam Newton. Fallacy. And and uh, do we need to start having a conversation about? Josh Allen, what is your biggest takeaway from Monday Night Football? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and on social media, at KLV1063, 888-760-3776. And what is a comparable injury, all aspects included, to what we saw last night with Aaron Rodgers? Achilles gone after four plays in his Jets career. What is a parallel, devastating injury? to the one we experienced last night with Aaron Rodgers. For team, organization, uh, legacy, season, the entire thing. 888-760-3776. 760 3776 Quick chat here with Dr. James Ross, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, and he joins us on Ken Levick Live. Dr. Ross, I know that uh, you're busy and uh, you're, uh, you're fitting us in between surgeries, so thank you. Uh, we've talked to before. We talked notably with Byron Jones last Last year with the Dolphins, and you said this sometimes is a very complicated recovery from an Achilles rupture, uh, especially when you're 39 years old. From uh, from that perspective, why does age play such a factor in in a recovery from an injury and a surgery like this is going to be?
3: Yeah, great question. You know, whenever we have any sort of a tendon repair, you know, the way I think of tendons um, is that I think of them like ropes. So the muscle pulls on the rope, the rope is attached to some sort of your bone in your body, and when your muscle pulls on that rope, it moves the bone. But just like ropes, as you use them over and over, they can get frayed, they can get worn, they can get torn, so you're dealing with a tendon that's been used and abused his whole career, and then when it eventually ruptures and tears like it did, now you have to rely on um, a blood supply and his healing factors to try to heal this, which is much different than a... 20-year-old that tears the same tendon
0: Uh, early in camp we know that aaron Rodgers had a calf issue uh is it possible that that calf issue and this achilles injury are related
3: um it is a possibility i didn't look to see if that was on the same side but you know people that have a tighter calf or maybe some inflammation in the muscle tendon junction might be a little bit more of a, a tighter calf that would be at risk for it, but I think unfortunately it was just a, a bad position of his foot with someone landing on him at and, and a bad time that really did it in
4: for him.
0: Could you remind us, and I know we've discussed this before, but remind us sort of the, the timeline here of Achilles surgery and then the type of rehab and the timeline if Aaron Rodgers decides to give it a go at age 40 coming back from uh, an Achilles rupture, what that might look like?
3: Sure. So when we talked about Byron last year, that was a little bit different because what that was is it was a partial Achilles tendon tear off of the bone, and those ones have not a great so uh, not a great prognosis when those are surgically treated. These types of tears, which are more likely to be ones that occur in the middle of the tendon, have a little bit more of a predictive chance to get back to play. So. There was an NFL surveillance study that was done in the past that looked at the rates of people being able to get back to the NFL at the same level. And it's about, unfortunately, it's only about uh, 30 to 40 percent, well, 30 to 40 percent cannot get back. So you're looking at 60 to 70 percent chance he can return to the NFL at the same level. As far as time is concerned, probably about 9 to 12 months. So you're looking at him coming back uh next year during camp if he decides to play again.
0: Boy, that just seems that that seems tight for him to be ready for next season with a 9 to 12 month recovery at age 40. That is that is I don't know I, I I don't know I don't know if uh, if he's able to do that or willing to do that and I guess that question's going to be answered dr. Ross really appreciates you uh, uh, going through this uh, this Achilles injury with us thank you for uh, for taking the time between surgeries I know you're busy today and uh, we'll catch up with you soon okay all
3: right take care and the answer of An equivalent injury to this, it would be probably a patellar tendon rupture or a quad tendon rupture. So So those are probably the two most equivalent ones.
0: Okay, so from a structural standpoint, it it would be that. So I I, I just, I I look at the age and I look at this injury and it seems, the whole thing seems bleak to me right now. It seems bleak, but again, uh, Aaron Rodgers, fan of non-traditional medicine, who knows? Who knows? Thank you, uh, Dr. Ross, appreciate (laughs) it. All right. Have a great day, Doctor James Ross. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. If you're experiencing foot and ankle pain, need to see an expert in the field, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of foot and ankle orthopedic surgeons and specialists who are regarded as leaders in their specialty. Visit BaptistHealth.net/ortho to learn more today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit BaptistHealth.net/ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has. His office is conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. We are going to have our eyes open to all sorts of weird, weird um, organic treatments by Aaron Rodgers. I mean, we're talking leeches. Mm. We're talking bull semen. We're talking armadillo milk. It's going to be unbelievable the type of weird stuff he puts on his body.
1: You think he'll do some of it live on the uh, Pat McAfee show? He might.
0: He might just stoned off his ass, yeah. just rubbing salves on his uh, on his, the back of
2: his foot. How's that going to work this year, by the way? Is listen, he going to be doing— Listen, I woke up this morning was the first thing on my mind. Yeah. What happens, what happens with the Pat McAfee appearance? I know that sounds weird, but that was my very first thought.
1: That was a huge deal last year, and I'm guessing it was going to be a huge deal even with McAfee moving to ESPN this year. Yeah. So, well, I wonder knowing, if
0: he— Knowing Aaron Rodgers, and now that he's not going to have the football spotlight, there is no way that— uh, yeah. Tuesdays with Pat McAfee not happening for Aaron Rodgers. He will unequivocally be there every Tuesday to chop it up with them because he needs needs the camera. It is in not front of him. because
2: he needs a <laughs> camera.
0: So. Yeah, it is. He's just
2: gonna appear on Pat's show. He's gonna appear on
0: Pat's show because he needs that outlet. Because he he's supposed
2: to appear on the show. Okay, and he and he needs it. And he definitely, definitely needs I'll it. take the 39, 40-year-old slander, all those questions, but I won't take that. Not today, so watch it.
0: Uh, we are going to check in on how young Stone is oh. feeling. He is the biggest Aaron Rodgers fan I know. Um, uh, Mike Greenberg, he has been all over ESPN, making sure everybody knows how upset he is. He is the resident Jets fan at ESPN. We'll listen to how he started. Get up today on ESPN. We have a lot to do, including the first weekly Stoney's, our weekly football awards, the Stoney Awards. That's right. They're called the Stonies because, well, they're given by Stone Labanowitz. Nice. Yeah. Uh, what is your biggest takeaway from Monday Night Football? Your biggest takeaway from Monday Night Football? Mine is that it is all here for the Dolphins. It is all here for the Dolphins. Keep Tua on his feet, and it is all here for the Dolphins. Theo says, uh, we need to start asking some questions about Josh Allen, and I kept hearing he's better than Pete Cam Newton. No way. Let's hold up on that. What's your biggest takeaway from Monday Night Football? We'll get stones when we come back as well. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Social media is full. We'll get to it as well at KLV 106.3. He is Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. That's Stone, not me. From the Anajar and Bean Studios in don't downtown West that. Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVeca Live on ESPN 106.3. Listen to how this guy just tries to take over like his feelings are the priority yeah. on this show. Like, I, I care for his feelings, but he's trying to act like we're all blanket sad. We're shrouded in grief today, and yeah. I, I feel badly for Aaron Rodgers, but that ain't the case
2: with me. I don't. It, it, Go Dolphins! In your, foot, for guy. in your yeah, in your football oh. heart though, this is this is pretty devastating. Like football fans don't deserve this in general. Not even fans of Aaron Rodgers. This is brutal. It is brutal. In my fan heart, it's just another two. <laughs> of course <laughs> it is.
1: I, I will say, for the
2: love a, of the game though, you know.
1: As a person, I was looking forward to maybe even seeing him struggle. Now you don't even get to watch that. Now he has well, the excuse of I was injured. Yeah, you know, he got hurt. He that's play. the
0: thing, and that's what. And this is one of the, I, I have a million things that went through my head last night. Because um, now you're going to have the Jets who are going to all rally around Aaron Rodgers, and that defense, especially, is going to play hard as hell all year long, and they're going to overachieve without Aaron Rodgers, and it's going to be really annoying. They're going to be the 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 go getters. The, the hard workers, Rudy. the lunch pail. Yeah, the Rudy yeah. Uh, approach to this whole thing um, instead of potentially cratering with the all-world controversial quarterback. Like, that's going to be very annoying for them uh, and for me.
1: I, I was looking, I, for one, was looking forward to, and in, on either side of it, I don't really have a dog in the fight, even though I did say the Jets would miss the playoffs, so I do hope I'm right, but I don't necessarily care If they fail or pass, I thought they would fail. But I was looking forward to like week four, week five, Aaron Rodgers press conference. The Jets are either one and four or four and one. Either way, that's entertaining as hell. The sound bites out of it, the discourse around it was going to be fun, enjoyable. Now it just, it takes a little bit of the luster. Like this was a weird week one of the NFL football in general. And that takes a lot of the luster off of what I was looking forward to this season.
0: I, I want to talk about feelings for a moment before that. Uh, Mac messages in, well, the curse of Ken Lavica has just kissed Tua. Uh, hey, what do you want me to do? Now, Mac. I agree with Mac. No, but what what do you want me to do? What 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 should I do? say, oh, well, the Dolphins are still the third-best team in the division, the second-best team in the division. That's not even something I was saying before Aaron Rodgers got hurt. I was saying that the Dolphins had a chance if Tua stayed upright. It was going to be a dogfight, but they had a chance. All I'm saying, the only variation from what I've been saying, even though I've had my concerns with the Dolphins because of injuries, right, Um, but the only variation is now they can really, if they play their caliber of football— by beginning of December, start to put a stranglehold on this thing because they are, that roster, that Dolphins roster, is that vastly superior to everything else in the division, in my opinion. But their roster was better than everybody else in the division last year, and look what happened, right? They started getting hurt, and the bottom fell out. It could be the same thing this year. All I'm saying is that healthy Tua gets protection, and they could... Conceivably, run away with this thing with no Aaron Rodgers in play.
2: I don't even think it's a conversation about the AFC East. I think they're contenders to be one of the best teams in the league from what we saw in Week One. And I know that's a little bit of an overreaction, but you're allowed to talk your talk and flex a little bit. That Dolphins team and what they showed—you're not going to stop them offensively. They're yeah. going to go give you twenty-eight, thirty a game. You're right. allowed to do anything. Right. You want.
0: It's not like I said the Dolphins. Oh, they were a six-win. They're going to be a six-win team this year, and all of a sudden, this Aaron Rodgers injury happened. And I'm like, oh, here comes twelve right.
2: wins in the division. Yeah.
0: No, like it just this helps. This helps them achieve something that a lot of us, including me, thought was possible. I mean,
2: it's common sense. Having Aaron Rodgers out of the way yeah. is helpful. Do You guys remember when we posed the question... Who starts more games this season, Tua Tongafilo oh, or Aaron Rodgers? That was like two weeks ago. Yeah, two t- t- and one, two and one, and only took, you had Tua, you, you won <laughs> four plays into yeah. it, we got our answer.
1: We had a passing over and under two, right? I think at one point y'all were deciding who would throw for more yards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Tua and Tua's, Aaron Rodgers.
2: Tua, Tua's uh, yeah. gonna gonna do it. Yeah, the mythical sports book has already refunded us. I think uh-huh.
1: zero is uh, uh-huh. less than four hundred and sixty-six. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And there
2: was a lot of those sports books giving out those free promos that. If Aaron Rodgers throws for over oh, half a yard, you yards. cash And They were giving that out at even money. Yes. And only one of the books out of the, I think, four that offered it refunded all their players. What I'm Dang. curious
0: about is how did Jets fans, like, what is your brain telling you? What are you doing while the Jets, while Gibson, Stephen F. Austin, right, Stone? Yes. Sir. That's right, baby. Gibson was returning that punt in overtime last night to probably beat the Bills. All while in the background <laughs> is Aaron Rodgers' Achilles. Aaron Rodgers' Achilles. Aaron Rodgers done for the year. Aaron Rodgers' Achilles. Four plays. Aaron Rodgers out. We may never see him again. Uh, all that hype gone. Like how? How? How did Jets fans? Like what are you thinking? As I, I, I want to hear from you, Jets fans. Like, and I think that maybe for some of you, talking about it may be helpful in this morning process. I'm curious. The, the euphoria of how the hell the Jets won that game last night, coupled with, oh my God, Aaron Rodgers is done for the year, uh, literally in the blink of an eye. What's going through your head as that touchdown's happening in overtime? How are you balancing both feelings? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. What are you feeling in that moment? The Jets scored the overtime touchdown to win it on the punt return, all while the undercurrent of Aaron Rodgers is done for the year. And now today, this afternoon, like what is your how are you compartmentalizing this like what is the what is what is a good season for the jets cuz i honestly don't know now like i don't know what a good season for the jets is now one of my takeaways is that these guys are going to play hard as hell for robert sala like they are uh, another takeaway robert sala no matter what happens with the jets this year job is safe he's good yeah he's 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 golden no matter what happens uh you can fire up the excuse machine for him and it doesn't matter uh because this is this is a free play right here. Um, But like, how do you recalibrate now? Because what you saw from that defense, it makes you believe some things with the Jets, but then you've got it. It's like the touchdown with the Aaron Rodgers. You have in the back of your mind, Zach Wilson's our quarterback. Like it's tough. It's a tough place to be. And you're no different from last year.
1: It feels like this season becomes free money, almost like it's gravy for Jets fans. Now you came in with all the expectations. Now you have the excuses of, well, we lost Aaron Rodgers four plays in. So
0: you don't need to watch with any emotion? You, well, you still
1: watch with the same emotion. You still hang on every snap if you're that kind of Jets fan. But I do think that it does ease the tension of the expectation because, again, five, six weeks into this thing with Aaron Rodgers under center, is no guarantee that you're going to have a winning team or even a winning season. You're hopeful for mm-hmm. that. And you were going to – No you know no, for, Stone, look at the, you. You talked about the first six games of that schedule and how they could start off rough even yeah. though they might end up making a playoff push. Now the expectations of that are alleviated. Now you can root for your team to just progress, show some signs of of confidence, and then also, if you do hit the veteran quarterback market and you find a guy that's competent, you put Zach Wilson back on the bench. Maybe you win enough games, you keep your first-round pick now, and then if you're super fingers crossed, rose-colored glasses, you're you're super Jets fan, J E T S Jets Jets Jets, you're hoping that. The team progresses. You bring back Aaron Rodgers next year. You have your first-round pick. That defense gets a little better, a little bit more experience. Year three, Sauce Gardner. Like, now you're really like, yo, 2024 is our year.
0: But I have a problem with that, though, because I always feel like, especially when you have young players and contracts that are going to to be paid eventually, and especially in this league, if you have a championship window, you've got to go for it. I don't think if you're the Jets and they have – uh, they still have some ammo in the trade market. I feel like you can't just sit there and say, oh, next year, 2024, because what if, look at the Bills. What if there's not next year, and they've had all that firepower? What if what if there's not? So, yes, you have Zach Wilson. You're saying he's going to be the starting quarterback, but if you can go get somebody that's more dependable for you and not have to say, oh, well, next year is the year, I, I, I feel like you try and go
2: for it now. So let's play that game then. Right. Let's not play hypothetical. Who are you going to go and get? Is it Trey Lance? Is it Gardner Minshew? Is it? I mean, Jameis Winston. Go get Jameis, man.
1: But here's the thing, though: their championship window that you speak of. When did it get open?
2: Uh, Realistically, the start of this year after the yeah. acquisition Aaron of Aaron Rodgers. walked through that
1: door, so the championship window is closed right now. You're not finding a quarterback that's going to elevate them to the level that
2: Aaron Rodgers was going to. Am, to am I next getting too caught up
0: in that defensive performance last night? Yes.
2: I, I, you're definitely not. Yes, you are. You're definitely not. Because, because the, bill, not. the Bills are going to go score 30 points on everybody else on that schedule and be an awesome right. team. Not and everybody. we're going to look back on week one and realize how damn good Quinn and if, Sauce and the rest of that squad is back there. If yeah. that,
0: If that defense is going to stay healthy, Quinn and Williams is gonna play like that, and Sauce Gardner is gonna keep getting the benefit that he adopt from officials, which is something I've never seen from a second-year player before. Like they've man. I mean, it is ridiculous. I can't believe how coddled that guy gets, but he's very, very good. But uh that that defense is gonna allow you to play in the teens every single week.
2: It is. It is. They put Josh Allen in, and this was a set that they had uh, said on, on the broadcast. He hadn't been put in that many third downs that fast in his entire career. Like it was weird to see Josh Allen in third and eight, third and ten, every single drive, based off of what that defensive front did on first and second down. Like they're going to do that to everybody this year. Uh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, the, go ahead. The
1: defense is elite, but 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 <laughs> the quarterback play for the Jets was going to be the thing that elevated them over the top this year. And with that quarterback gone, any veteran you bring in here, any Trey Lance or any Joe Schmo you bring off the streets. Is not reopening any championship window this year, unless we're unless y'all were underestimating what Aaron Rodgers is going to be. Even with Rodgers, I bet seven best you, odds to win the Super Bowl. You understand
0: year? what I'm saying, though? In a league where, I mean, how often do we see it? One injury, and all of a sudden, someone's career trajectory, a budding superstar, is completely changed. It could be Sauce two weeks from now. Yeah. It could be Quinn and Williams two months from dare now. You. Uh, but uh, I'm I'm just saying this is this is the NFL where catastrophic injuries happen and then things are never the same. You can't just sit there and say, "Oh, well, we'll plan for 2024." This ain't a rebuild. You're in a weird spot though because you're you took a chance. On a late career Hall of Fame quarterback, he's gone in four plays and you built up the rest of the roster to compete for a championship, but the biggest cog of that is now missing, so what the hell do you do? Because I feel like the longer you build something in the NFL, the more risk you take that it's never going to come to fruition. And so that's where I'd be worried if I was the Jets, that if you uh, P word foot around and you don't do something to either – Challenge Zach Wilson for the job or be one hell of a backup. Uh, you got to get a backup that's better than Zach Wilson. And Jameis Winston's better than Zach Wilson. I would go get Jameis Winston.
1: I'm not saying don't get Jameis Winston. I think you definitely go get a veteran. I'm just saying that's not reopening the Super Bowl window.
0: Uh, so, so what's your biggest takeaway from Monday Night Football? What is your biggest takeaway from Monday Night Football? And what is the new recalibrated expectation for the Jets now? What is the new recalibrated expectation for the Jets? What is your biggest takeaway from Monday Night Football? Mine is, this is here for the Dolphins, and they can wrap up the division by early December. Uh, Theo says, hey, stop praising Josh Allen. It's time to criticize the man, and he is not better than Pete Cam Newton. And what is your recalibrated expectation for the Jets now? 888-760-3776, 760 3776 888-760-3776, social media at KLV1063. Real quickly, Stone, what is the recalibrated expectation for the Jets? You are not a Jets fan. You're an Aaron Rodgers fan. You are a Jets fan by extension, but you as an observer now, you follow this whole team, hard knocks, offseason, all of that stuff. What's their recalibrated expectation now?
2: I think it's to make the playoffs. You have a division win under your belt. If you go sneak the Dolphins pretty early on next month, or go beat the, the Bills again when you have that opportunity, it's the playoffs, right? It's the playoffs. It's just it's the same as it was last year. Yeah, and that's exactly what Rob's telling the guys right we're now. Except you're another weird better. They're walking into the facility. It's that team meeting. Rob said, "Hey, our expectations don't change. We have all the same guys in the building. Minus Aaron. Aaron's still going to be here. He's still going to lift you guys up. We're a yeah. playoff team. We're built like a playoff team. Defense, you got to carry us there."
0: He won't tell them that you're not championship caliber. They're not now. They're not. But I suppose you just say, "Hey." Uh, we fist fight our way until it comes to an end. That's it, Zach. That's, Give us the that's chance. That's basically what it is. Yep. Uh, he's Theodore, CWPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. I'm actually curious how Dr. Neil Goldhaber feels. About uh, Aaron Rodgers, his injury. He's a Giants fan. I wonder if he feels
2: sympathy. If he's reveling. Should reach out to him. See how he's feeling about this. They're still not the best team in New York. I think even without Aaron Rodgers being wow. yeah. in a Jets jersey. Yeah. You know what? Uh,
0: I wow. suppose that. Yeah. We need to ask Dr. Goldhaber. Hey, how you feel about Aaron Rodgers' injury? But also, uh, you're the only team not to score a point. In the NFL this season. How does that make you feel? Uh, some conflicting football emotions for our man, Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Not conflicting, is just how damn good that guy is at helping you with your ear issues, your nose problems, your throat concerns, snoring problems. He has spent decades taking care of all of you here in South Florida. Based in Boynton Beach, Dr. Neil Goldhaber, ENT Extraordinaire. He is helping you. With your ear problem, I, I I know someone that uh that that that's like, hey, I can I I have I, ringing in my ears. It started like five years, five years ago. Like no, you don't have to live like that. That stuff is fixable. I said you got to go see Doctor Neil Goldhaber. That's insane. Five years of ringing in your ears. Have you seen anyone? Oh no, I went to my GP and they. What? That's idiotic. Uh, chronic congestion. A lot of people suffer from that. Go see Dr. Neil Goldhaber. Sometimes those, oh, it's just allergy. No, it's not. It's actually something structural. Uh, Snoring issues. I come from a family of snorers. There are wondrous things that can be done to alleviate that problem, which is not healthy. Snoring, not healthy for you, not healthy for those around you. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, he helps all of these things. It's not miraculous. It's just him doing his job. Goldhabersinus.com. Goldhabersinus.com. Dr. Neil Goldhaber. That's Goldhabersinus.com. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, he's the best in the game. Dr. Neil Goldhaber, Goldhabersinus.com. Uh, I, I, I mean, it comes 58 minutes in, so I apologize. I suppose this was very, very, very rude of me, Theo, but we haven't checked in on the well being of Stone, who is the biggest Aaron Rodgers fan that both of us collectively know. How are you? Uh, We were texting with you last night. You seemed like you were okay. Were you drinking last night?
2: Yeah, just... Uh, my plan was to at least take down a sixer. Uh, I definitely did that, but it was just, but slow. that would have
0: happened with or without Aaron Rodgers. It was
2: going to happen with or yeah, without I mean. Aaron Rodgers. It just sped up the process. <laughs> like, let me finish this. I need to feel something because uh-huh. I feel empty inside. Uh-huh. Um, but I'm fine. I, I think the, the biggest question that I have personally is where do I go with my fandom? Mm-hmm. Because like, you're not going to, please tell me you're not latching on to Zach Wilson. I, 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 do I give him another week to make that decision? Do I see how he performs against Dallas?
0: Uh-uh. Don't oh do that to yourself. So. Or
2: or do no, I... Forget him. Don't do
0: that to me because that's the one way you're going to break me is if we start turning this show into a Zach Wilson support show. I ain't doing that. I give you a lot of rope, a lot of leeway on this show. <laughs> mm. I ain't, I ain't giving you uh, any leash on a Zach Wilson support parade.
2: Well, tough tittle goes the diddle, or whatever Ray Rice or, or one of the running backs <laughs> said at that point. I forgot uh, completely, hell. but uh, it might happen because I'm gonna give, <laughs> I'm gonna give Zach Wilson another chance here against the Dallas Cowboys. If he loses that game, I might be heading out west to Uh-oh. Tampa Bay and supporting Baker Mayfield and those Bucks and joining Jeanette Javier. Uh, but a fan free agency on the loom? Yeah, Is this another
1: fan free agency on Ken Love? It's not free agency.
2: It's trade. In
0: season. It's, wow. At least
2: you had the dignity to do it in training camp. Yeah. It's not free agency. It's more of a trade. It's like, a trade. Yeah. They're they're, they're buying me. has Javier's right. been paying for me to to come over there and support Baker Mayfield on the Bucks. That's but free agency. I, I think no. when it first happened though, yeah, I was sick to my stomach. I, I went to the bathroom and pretended like I had to go pee, but really You're I vomited. I was vomiting. I had tears. Heaving. Yeah. I, I had pooped in my pants at one point. stuff So I. To change, and uh, I'm fine though. It's all good. We'll see how it plays out. Uh, now, here's the thing: Theo is trying
0: to lump you in with him in his fan free agency, yep. which it's it's established on this show. Stone is a fan of quarterbacks. He's a he's a Gen Z. He's a fan of athletes, not teams. I hate it, but that's just the reality of the situation. So, if Aaron Rodgers, your man, gets hurt, then I think it's much more um, acceptable. For you to jump ship in season, than it was Theo to completely abandon an entire franchise yes. and claim the best team in the NFL with the best quarterback <laughs> in the Hold NFL. Here,
1: pump the, pump the I love like that, pump Ken. And I love you. Pump the brakes because we both are making the decision based off of one quarterback. He made his decision right now based off Aaron Rodgers going down for the season. I'm making. By the way. Aaron Rodgers is still contracted with the New York Jets. So if you're really an Aaron Rodgers fan, do you think he wants you to jump ship to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now? You're supposed to be 10 toes down, rooting for Zach Wilson or whoever the hell is is throwing the ball for, the, for gang green. And for me, it was Baker Mayfield. It was the, literally the insertion of Baker Mayfield that made me, that was a straw that broke the camel's back. Very strong camel, by the way. Mm-hmm. Very nifty straw. And I got on out of there. And did I land in the bosom of the Kansas City Chiefs and the greatest quarterback to have ever lived? Yes. But that was all by happenstance. That's what happens with free agency. You don't know how these things are going to play out. No, but you, had do.
0: Full, but you had the full ability to no. choose. No, 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 no. You didn't just land with the Chiefs. And we didn't spin a wheel. I,
1: it was free agency. I heard everybody out. Um,
0: and I just went home. I went home. I'm from Kansas. I get more messages about Theo than I do anybody else on this show. (laughs) I know. And the vitriol that people have for him for choosing the Chiefs before last season to be his new team. I mean, it's unlike anybody else on this show. I mean, there is legit venom thrown Theo's way at least five, six, seven times a week by different people. And it comes out of nowhere.
2: It's just like it'll spark something. People are
0: sitting in their their recliner at home, and then it comes to them, that Theo damn Dorsey Became a Chiefs fan before last season. Yeah. That guy sucks. And then at KLV 106.3, tell <laughs> yeah, yeah. Theo he sucks.
2: Like that's that's how it happened. And in regards to Baker Mayfield, one man's trash is another man's treasure. Yeah, and I have a decision to make: is it Zach or is it Baker? Two obviously, you know, really good quarterbacks in the league. Two uh, almost veterans. You know, two that, guys that, that haven't.
0: A- that whole oh sentence. God. Or two sentences made me want to die.
1: See, and I want more for, like, people hate me because I love myself. I love myself <laughs> more than the average man. I would never be sitting there uh-huh. and, and, and for one, subjecting myself to it, but then also subjecting my my beautiful, wonderful fiance to the decision between Baker Mayfield and Zach Wilson. She sits down on these Sundays and endures with me. I yeah. chose well for my it's family. It's funny you
2: say that. This dude's trying to pick between I, Baker Mayfield and Zach Wilson. She did I, say last night, babe, what are we doing just- now? <laughs> And I swear gonna, to God, it you're happened. Wait, what did Baker she say Mayfield? at halftime? I uh, this is verbatim. She said, "Babe, what do we do now? Like, where are we going next? <laughs> what do we do? Like, and, like, where are we headed?" And imagine. I said, "I don't know. Uh, we might have to fire up Amazon, get us a few Baker Mayfield jerseys. We got something to figure out. I don't know. I haven't made that decision." You two
0: yet. really are kindred spirits. Jesus <laughs> <He laughs> God, man! Imagine you 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 have a
1: captain on a plane. You're flying the Turks and Caicos to an amazing, <laughs> beautiful destination, <laughs> uh-huh. and the captain says, "Oh, something happened at Turks." Uh we're we're gonna have to pivot and uh, we're like, yo, where are we going? Oxford, Mississippi. Uh-huh. That's what Stone is doing to this to girl right now, and I'm ashamed for you. People should be tweeting mad at
0: him. Pack your bags, babe. <laughs> we're going to Oxford. We're going to Oxford, Mississippi. Oh my God. Pack your bags, babe. We're going to Siberia. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, We'll go to social media where a lot of you gave us your biggest takeaway from Monday Night Football last night. We have the first weekly Stonies here on ESPN 106.3. And Theo had, apparently for him, the most awkward human interaction in his entire existence on this planet. And it happened this morning. Good timing for this show. He's Theodore, CWPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.